0: Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Choban Shir. We're going to recap what we've been learning. For those who are joining us today, welcome, Ron. Thank you. Thank you. Good to have nice you to here. here yeah. Nice, great to be here. A, uh, we're going to recap, and then we we'll are continuing the theme that we're learning. So, welcome back, Sammy. A, uh, last week, what we began developing, and thematically, what we've been developing is an How Gullus is not only physical Gullus, but spiritual Gullus, they mimic each other. Is that Gullus is uh, physically being exiled off our land to the diaspora. And what that spiritually mimics and represents is the decay of Am just like a body being scattered all over the place. To different pieces rotting and deteriorating. That's the diaspora. And that happens internally as well. On a psychological, emotional, and spiritual level. We begin to decay. And fall into a state of self-preservation. While Gaula is us coming back to our land. Physically. Which is now. Coming back to our land. And us... Again, psychologically, emotionally, and spiritually repairing ourselves. And that is represented in the prophecy of the atzamas yavesh, the dry bones, Yechezkel 37, which we learned inside. And as we've been learning that there are different stages within that prophecy. One is the bones realigning themselves. The second, that's Jews coming back. Part and parcel of that stages is the sinews the flesh growing on those bones, and that's our infrastructure, which we have. That's really all included in the first stage. And the second stage, which is what we've been talking about, is the das, the awareness, the spirituality comes in, just like in the developmental processes of a child, that there are stages of development, and the mind, the das, the wisdom, is the last thing to come in. as they get older, as they reach maturity, Uh, hopefully, for some of us, not looking at anyone in specific. uh, (laughs) But (laughs) uh, so too, in the developmental processes of the world and the developmental process of Am Yisro, the last thing to come in is the mind, the das, until that keeps it increasing, 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 until we will see, Malah Aretz De'as Hashem, Right? The world will be filled with das, with the knowledge of God, uh, like the waters that cover the earth. Shim, I'm sorry, I don't have enough photocopies this week. It's a, it's a packed house. It's mamish, there are no seats this week. A, uh, so that's what we've been developing. Okay? So the mind is the last thing to come in. What he's been talking about as well is that Gullus, as we're saying, Gullus is the decay, it's the dissension. It's an egocentric model of Vodas Hashem, serving Hashem because of the big I, the big ego, seeing ourselves as separate human beings. We're gonna, we've been developing this, and it's gonna get clearer today as we speak, so. Uh, and, and that is sleeping. This is what we said last week. This is a sleep state. A sleep state uh, are, the difference between Galas and Gaula can be compared to the difference between a sleep state and a wake state, right? So right now, uh, it seems like we're all awake. But Gaval, we're really sleeping. And when Mashiach comes and the Das continues to the pour in, then we'll really be awake. Right? Uh, so that's what we began with last week, the, the developing idea of a sleep state. And he's going to continue talking about this this week. And this week also we'll begin learning about how not only when we went to Gullis, the individual, and we fell into self-preservation mode in creating start, sharp distinctions between me and you, I'm a this type of guy, and you're a that type of guy, and I'm a da 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 We compare and contrast each other in order to give ourselves a, a certain self-identity. Self and because of that, we lost the idea of Klal Yisrael and Am Yisrael as a whole, right? Of our nation, our nationhood, us as one people. Uh, but also, not only did we take a hit, Am Yisrael as a nation, but we're going to learn as well today how the Torah took a hit too. How the Amkha Satora, the depth of the Torah, it's not, it's not what it used to be. Of course, there's still power there, and we're gonna to get to that today. We're gonna to start that conversation today. So, without any further ado, let's jump right in. Okay, Mochin Dekatnus Shabao Bisman Shnas Hageula. Ah, sorry, de Dekatnos Bisman Shnas Hagalus. small-mindedness, de katnus could be defined as a low state of consciousness small mind right shabob bizman, shinas hagula that comes from the sleeping of gallus comes from exile It's like we were saying last week that exile is really like sleeping right so let's begin shinazu ma inyana and we're going to explain what is the sleeping what is the sleeping it's known that when a person sleeps, their perceptions, they disappear. Shaheem Hadas sha adam, right? Which is the das, which is the awareness of an individual. Like I was saying I was talking about this last week, I was listening to this podcast with Joe Rogan and Matthew Walker. Matthew Walker, he wrote this book, "Why We Sleep." And he talks about how when we sleep, the, uh, our mind, our perceptions. Uh, the ability to, that filter of us that thinks in concrete terms of, well, don't do this, that's not in reality, and do this, don't do this, don't say this, and don't say that, right? Whatever it is, when we sleep is gone. So we sleep in the most imaginatory ways that mochin our perceptions of reality testing, of concrete reality, disappears. right So when we sleep, our perceptions disappear. But ulam... And the Arizal explains, Right, that even though our perceptions seem to evade us and disappear when we sleep, but there still is perceptions that we still have when we're sleeping. There's still aware, a, a certain state of awareness. Like I once heard Reverend Victor Miller say, like, you can sleep, you could train yourself even in your sleep. Like, so you bring a proof from not rolling off your bed. He's like, you don't roll off your bed because even in your sleep, you could have a certain awareness. That's what he wanted to say, a certain awareness. Okay? It's like on a bunk bed, when you high bunk bed. You don't roll off, yeah. yeah I've done that. I, I, I've rolled into the middle and fell in before, but okay. Acherez yamus pelichius, right? So even though it's not the same state of consciousness of when you're awake, there's a certain level of consciousness when you're sleeping. Okay. So nevertheless, even though when you sleep, you're not in a state of awareness like an awake state, but in a sleep state, you still have a little bit of perceptions that allow you to dream. So when you're sleeping, the mind sleeps as well. Right? But the but the of sleep, the purpose of the sleep is that it restores your perception and it restores your tired body. So a person goes to sleep, hopefully they wake up a little bit refreshed. Actually, Matthew, well, it happened to be that I listened to this. Oh, you heard this book. It happened to be I just listened to this podcast. It wasn't in preparation for this year. I was interested in my own about this sleeping thing. And Matthew Walker, who's actually Rabbi Gerzi, I was talking to him. I'm like, I just, I don't feel rested. Like, what do I do? So he's like, oh, there's this book. I have a book. You know? He's like, here, yeah. And he pulled it out of his office and he showed me this book. And uh, I wasn't able to get my hands on the book. But if you type in the guy's name, a million podcasts come up from So you can kind of get his ideas. I started
1: the park. I listened to it, but I fell
0: asleep in the middle. <laughs> Hey, uh, so Matthew Matthew Walker actually says when you're sleeping, your mind is actually more busy, that there's a lot to gain from sleeping. You know, and we're going to see what we gained in Gullus. There was a certain Reboya Torah that came out from this, you know, but uh, either way, you sleep, you get up hopefully refreshed. Okay yes are Muvorsha hamisa yeshnu kartuv sanisha ala so further than this not only when you sleep do you still have a little bit of perceptions uh, even though it's a small state of consciousness right it's a it's not in the same way as if when you're awake he says not only that but there is an iota of life that a person has even on their bones when they die in the caver. This way, the drip of life could be pawned upon, could be brought upon them. We're going to develop this. Right? So, a person, so a person has a little bit of life, even after they die on their bones. Right? So, this way, they're able to get up from that little bit of life during trias a mason. This is the Soda. I don't exactly know how to translate this. Hevla means like the Hevel, like like the Hevel P. The Garmi means like that, like... Uh, the cause, the cause. That that's causes, right? The Hevla, like the Garmi. It's the
2: like
0: a catalyst. Ca- how would you translate it? A catalyst? Okay, it's like a little bit of an iota of life that's there from the Hevel of the bones as your body disintegrates. That's there, that allows you to get up during Tchiyas HaMesem. Hevel v'chaim ha'achuzim... It doesn't go away. It's still there. What?
2: Okay,
0: okay. Right? Hevel v'chaim. And he's going to develop what this life, what this little bit is. Hevel v'chaim achuzim b'atzamos ad Right? So there is this little bit of life. Uh, uh, he's going to call this kistad chiyusa. This, again, this iota of life, this modakam of life, this... This little bit of life force, just, just like when you're sleeping, you still have a little bit of awareness, a little bit there. So too when you when a person dies. And that little bit of life that remains within their bones, that is the life that allows it to be drawn out during triya samism. am. So just like this is true in the life of a person. That there is a little bit of life left after they die in their bones that allows them to come up during Trias Hamason so too this is true on a national level in the life of our nation. Baarizal, like the Arizal explains, Vikah Haya Gam And this is back to the topic we've been discussing at hand. And this is true, this what it was when Claw Yisrael went into Gullus, Hamashula le'Misa, which was compared to death. Like we saw from the Vilna Gon, that uh, he's. When we saw in the prophecy of Yechezkel, that they went out to Galus and the bones disintegrated, uh, like in the kever, and that's what Yecheskel says. I'm going to bring you up out of your kvarum to Eretz right? That Galus is considered to death. That in that death, in that kever, in that Galus. There's still a little bit of tzmzum. There's a little bit of life there. Had to uemet Sod haadam kishuhu bekever that enlivens the body that, in a certain way, keeps the body alive as it's disintegrating. And this is the sod haadam kishuhu bekever. And this is the secret of a man waiting in his caver. Zehu mashirainu kodim and this is what we saw earlier from the Vilna Gaon, the spirit, the spirit of life of Yisroel in Galus. He also hevle degarma. This is the hevle Garma. I'm just going to use the English terms, the Hebrew words. Hevle Garma. This little bit of life. This again, it's the little bit of life. The hevle Garma is the also known as the what? So like genetic code. The genetic code, the kista de hiyusa, the little bit that's there. Hanimsa ala tamos haadum bikaver. That is found on the bones in the cave. Vihine inin chius vihine inin chius mintum temes zohi soed hamochindikatnas. Right? And this little bit of life that a person has, this is the same as the low perceptions, low state of consciousness, right? ha es mitzavo which corresponds to our state in To um means a twin, but it means corresponds because it parallels. It parallels our state in galash. Shehu bechinas hitporu taguf And this is the disintegration of the national body into pieces. Um, hanifradim. And these perceptions of mochen decantness, that the kista this little bit of perception that we still have, these are, they are the shards that remain on the body. They're like the little bit that remains on the bones. And because we have this kistus dechiyusa, we have this little iota of, of life, this little, this desire for light, this, this little bit of Kedusha, the, almost the imprint of Kedusha, almost the Rashim of Kedusha, this little bit of life that is with us, that's responsible for all our Avodis Hashem during She Hashem she'ko teke levado And this is the Avodis Hashem of every cell uh, like we've been, Ron, filling you in because, you know, we're talking about how the national body is like a cell, that the purpose of every cell is to serve the body, not every cell should serve itself. And in Gullis, we fell into this pattern of everyone serves themselves. Kind of like egocentric.
2: In their own individual cell.
0: Their own individual cell, right? <laughs> Do you want your cell to be your cell? All right? Ki kihine uh, shelanu hi avodas Hashem. Because of course, the, the the life force that we have, of course, that's a vodas that connects us. This little bit of light that we're drawing upon ourselves connects us to the Rabona Shalom. and it draws upon us life and existence. lo banu madregas But throughout gallus, we weren't able to draw upon ourselves. Uh, Big mind Mochin the godless. We weren't able to our, draw upon ourselves true spirituality in all its facets. So I'm gonna explain this, right? Shako Haguf Kula. Perceptions of the entire body. Like a person that's totally alive and his soul is completely filling him. nitzos dak. We're only able to bring upon us a small spark, al Kol Aver, that rules on our body, the Kol Te Levado, every cell in isolated cells, isolated uh, in a vacuum. And only able to draw upon us a little bit of life, a little bit of life to bring us alive in the future, right? And, so what he's explaining is, just outside for a moment, he's explaining that even our that even even our Avodas Hashem, all the Torah we've learned, and all the Hisgalasa Torah, and all the Riboya Torah, it's still only coming from this Kista de Even that is isn't in grandeur, <laughs> how it's supposed to be, right? With, all our Torah learning and all our Vodas Hashem and everything that we put into it since the last 2,000 years of galus, even that is not in its majesty. Even that, that we serve Hashem, is only coming from this little bit of life, the Hevel, the This life that's coming, that we're able to draw upon ourselves a certain life, but it's not in its grandeur. Like he's going to explain, and this is going to become clear, like Shlomo HaMelech in the Beis Migdash. That was the full thing. That was the full show. That was the main event. That was the World Cup. Or the Super Bowl. <laughs> right? Right? But even in Gullahs, our entire Votus Hashem comes from a place of and Dekanas. Right? Like, I think about it like, like, a bad mood, like, what's there's between a bad mood and a good mood? Right? A bad mood and a good mood, they're really different states of consciousness. They're really different states of mind, right? Like, the whole, I think about this, like, the whole DSM 5 manual for diagnosing, it suggests that a person is linear. You're the same person in point A as you are in point B, right? But once you introduce states of mind or states of consciousness into the picture, so now it's a it's like a it's 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 like a it's not a linear line, it's a vertical line. We're in different states. And like if you're on a low level of the mountain, right, so what do you see? You can only see so far. That as a person ascends the mountain, so their vision Level of vision is much greater. It's much more expansive, right? So when you're on the top of the mountain, you could see your perception, your vision, your feeling level for life is much greater. It's much different, right? I always say shy in a bad mood is totally different than shy in a good mood. Not the same person, <laughs> right? It's not only that our feeling is different, but life is looked and experienced and felt on that state of consciousness, on that level, right? So it's like when we're in a low state, life looks one way, and where in a mohin the godless where in a bigger state life looks feels and perceived is a completely different level right if you're in a good mood and your wife looks at you you're like oh that's wonderful right if you're, if your wife if you're in a bad mood and your wife smiles at you you're like don't patronize me right meaning to say <laughs> meaning to say our perceptions of life change as our states of consciousness as our mohin from we go from mohin the conscious to mohin the godless right and that is really the funny thing is, is that no matter what mochen we think we're in, no matter what state of consciousness, no matter what state of mind that we're in, in gullus, even when we think we're in a good state, objectively, because we're in bismana galas, we're all in a low state of consciousness. We're all in mochen the Do we have the same, <laughs> right? the same
1: level of the spark like a dead person? We're the same like this? Because well, it sounds like we are. Yeah. Well, it's he's the same of Kiddusha or the, the Resham like a dead person from a hundred years ago.
0: Well, he's going to say he, he, now what we've been learning is that we're in a turning point in history, right? That now the bones have come back together and continue coming back together, and the second stage of shlava geula is bringing in the awareness. So right now, what he's been explaining is that we're in that second stage right now, mm-hmm. to learn the penimius haTorah, to develop the innards. Right, so we're actually in a transition. Right? We're actually in a transition, but yes, in a certain sense, we're like that dead person, was what he's saying. How much like that dead person, I guess you have to quantify, you have to qualify that statement, but that's what he's explaining, and he's, and he's going to develop this further.
1: So, two things. One, I think what's, what's really interesting about the, the analogy is usually we always look at the analogy the other way, right? When we talk about sleep as if like one sixtieth of death, we always assume that's, the, the direction that that goes is, look, when you're asleep, you're, 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 you're dead e right? But what's kind of interesting is he's flipping that analogy the other direction, which is don't look at a dead body and think that's cool mate because there's fetus there. The same way when someone's sleeping, right, they're non-responsive, they're not interactive, they're not able to be conscious and, and, and aware of their surroundings fully, but that there's still some level of life there. And however more downgraded a dead body would be recognize that it's not just, you know, (coughs) nothing, that there's still chias, which, uh, it's kind of cool, because I really like your translation of DNA, in the sense that, like, it brings up the whole Jurassic Park concept, right? Like, you can take a bone from a million years ago, Mm -hmm. and the fact that you can somehow pull a living organism out of that, like, the, the imprint of life is still there.
0: Like the carbon dating of it. Right.
1: Well, it's not only carbon dating. The, the actual DNA is there. Meaning, if you, yeah. if you were to That's pull out, nice. uh, uh, again, I'm not trying to okay, I get direct I get Mashiach you. towards it has to be within science, da, 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 da. but the, the contrast in Judaism between cremation versus burial, right? If you cremate someone, you don't have that DNA anymore. Whereas if you bury someone, no matter how much that body decomposes in some way, shape, or form, theoretically, <clears throat> we're getting pretty close to the point where we could clone, if we found the osmosis of anybody, we could clone that entity yeah. and have it regrown in like a normative living state, which is pretty crazy to think of
2: that. Would that be the same person? Yeah. Well,
0: this, this touches on, co- actually, not going to go into it now, but after this show, we could talk about Neuralink, Elon Musk's oh, yeah. invention of Neuralink, where it reads all your synapses and it it's it's amazing if you i mean help disabled people yeah. yeah you can help you know the blind could see right you'll be able to put a camera in a person's eye and then just bluetooth it to the neuralink and send the send the signals and you'd be able to see the blind would see what paralysis right paralysis is a jump in the nerve you'd be able to just bluetooth it to the neuralink in your brain send the signals
2: what like, it puts in where, where those things are missing. Correct, know, correct. It's
0: just Bluetooth because it can read your mind. It takes your thoughts and it, really it can just send blue it t- Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, but...
2: To come back to, to this discussion... Yeah, sorry, the, the, you could
0: download a person's brain. That's what I'm saying. You could, you could, it reads all your synapses, so you could theoretically upload same. a person's brain and then put it into someone else. And you could see how all death will end forever because life, very... Uh, I once saw an article from Arya Kaplan. He writes about the gene. In DNA, he says oh, the, the gene and the DNA is the most amazing thing. It's one of the greatest things that we found. And he says, it's very simple. You'll just be able to replicate the genes in the DNA of someone. So he goes, the only reason why people don't think that, <laughs> he says, amazing. He says, the only reason why people don't think that is because... Uh, they separate their religious thinking from their practical thinking. That the religious thinking has to be fantastical. It has to be, you know, Mashiach coming down on a cloud from Shemayim and not practical, right? But actually, if you learn the stages of Geula, what we're going to get to, Mashiach ben Dab and Mashiach ben Yosef, right? The Mashiach ben Yosef is the natural process of Geula, which is what we're going through now. So the natural process of the Geula is very practical. It's a very, very practical thing. You know, it's not magical in that sense. It's very Stages, it's, it's through natu- kimma, kimma. natural, kima, kima, natural. are
2: you So the, the, cha- the challenge is, is, that, is the, the resurgence of torah shir and especially in Golis. Obviously, there's been a lot of assimilation, but in terms of, like, the you know, programming and, and, like, making it cool again to learn better bit you know, like, there's an insane amount of, like, well, I wouldn't call it a satera, but, like, yeah. you, you, there's there's, there's there is stuff going on, but that's in Chutzlora. I find, that's happening a lot. Like you yeah. see, especially in America, and you, you, you see how do you has that translate to it? you? You see, it looks like it. It's not, uh, yeah, you know, great Torah. But there's a boom, like a boom.
0: Of, there's a of, massive explosion of Torah. Yeah. So so he's going to develop. He's going to develop this, and he's going to if we hang in there, we're going to get to it. But he's going to say that there's actually been a resurgence of penimia satora because the question is, I'm re- repeating for the recording over here, I was asked to repeat some of the questions, is well, how do you see that seems counterintuitive to say that everything is disintegrating in a certain way, because you see that there seems to be some reboy of Torah going on with programming, and Panimia Satora, and Amuna programs, and all these different things. So he's going to explain that as we get closer to the end of days, and as we reach the Gaulah, there is going to be a resurgence of Panimia Torah, and because that's manifested or represented by or exactly what words you want to put around that, that's happening because we're getting closer to the end. That is the sign that we're getting closer to the end that there is a resurgence. So gullus was the disintegration of all these things. But now as we're getting closer to the end, the national bodies coming back, it's natural that the Das comes in that becomes an explosion of is an explosion. No,
1: it's here too. But right, but even though that's true, we're entering the Multi of our er- oh, meaning right? It's not about only in Eretz Yisrael all of these changes happen. It's that once we create that shift in Eretz Yisrael, that feeds out to the rest of the world. But, but, but I know that I don't know. Oh, well,
0: we're gonna oh, we're gonna get to all this. Okay, okay. He's gonna Perfect. he's gonna he's gonna leave every point clarified. We're gonna we're going we're definitely gonna get to all this. I will say. Uh, I and Sham we, we, could, we could do another separate set. When we're done with this, we could do another separate set of shirim, and we're going to touch on this because he, he borrows from it, from Rav Kook's uh, Mahalach Be'ideot Yisrael. Rav Kook in his essay, Mahalach Be'ideot Yisrael, explains what, he, what we're going to see about how there was a disintegration and, and uh, the national idea and the spiritual idea fell apart, and we fell into self-preservation mode, that as we come back into our land, uh, the religious idea and the national idea And the uh, spiritual idea—it's—it's the all three are going to reunite and reemerge once again. So in the we're going to we're going to get we're going to touch on this today actually. So yeah, just take the analogy
1: one step further that we've been working off of with cells and bodies, what have you. Uh, Just again, I don't know how far we want to take the analogy, but it's interesting that the machala of of our time period is cancer generally, and cancer is when a cell isn't thinking about the entire organism, right? The cell is like oh. I wanna become bigger, better, whatever, and it starts to grow on its own, right? And then it multiplies and then that actually interrupts the functioning of the larger organism. Whereas if we're working that's that's the you know, the galut aspect that as we get closer to to that the, the gaul aspect where each cell is functioning only within its capacity as the larger organism, so like that's the opposite of how cancer
0: Amazing, amazing. And as well, like, the brain is think, like, it's the is going, like it's just Beautiful, <laughs> it's crazy. beautiful, right? Okay. The the they're like a child's mind. Right, they think about themselves, and they can't really leave their own world and enter into someone else's world. Right? And even more so to feel the oneness, the true oneness between me and themselves and someone else. To feel that all of Am Yisrael is one. Because this is the nature of a child. Right? They think that they're the center of the world. They can't think outside themselves. Therefore, a cut on a child, the main thing they worry about is like we've been saying, self preservation in themselves. To think about things like how all Am is really one, that's already beyond their consciousness. Right? And that's us. That's what he's saying. Or we're transitioning from that, I should say. HaGalas uh, Meshula Lemisa V'Lishina Right? Galas is compared to death and sleep. Ve'lechein HaGaula And therefore Ge'ula Meshula Lekimu Ma'afar V'Lekitza Meshina Therefore, Ge'ula is compared to getting up and waking up. As the Pasuk says, which is the name of our Sefer. Hikitsu V'Rananu Sholchani Afar The HeKitsu, you're going to wake up viranu and sing this Sholchani ne'afar, the people that are dead in the ground, the sleeping people. Right? The Inyan His Oirus Mahashina and waking up from sleep. Who atmosaris mochind the godless. This itself is the secret of the returning to mochind the godless of higher level perceptions. Kidarko shall mishem it oyre meshinasom. Like when a person wakes up from sleep, shall moach shaduf tafgud muloviran, that their mind comes fully back into a full state of awareness hubis iris so too it's going to be when we as we're waking up from chai, which is the idea of the coming back of life and coming into a wake state of a person and not of one of disintegration and one of manipulation and one of dissension. So Geula is waking up. Hikitsu Varananu Shotnavar. Wake up. And last week we explained that Kates also means the end. Because in the end we wake up. Right? So the hikitsu veraninu, right? So everyone's gonna wake up from their state of consciousness. Okay, further. Tzimtzum Hatorah Bigalis.
1: This is this is a process that's happening, right? It's not just
0: It's not a one time event, yeah.
1: So we're in a state we're in the gaula state but we're moving we're still moving
0: to the correct where any and we're, what we're going to learn is we're not going to get to it today but we're going to learn not only is there two stages of of gaula of of the, the 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 national body coming back together and the spiritual mm-hmm. awareness consciousness coming in right but we're going to see that there's something called Uh, what's it called? A Pekida and Zechira. Right? That this is heavily based on the Ramchal. The Ramchal, it's an amazing sefer. The Ramchal wrote Maymer HaGaula on this. Translated into English. Hmm. You can buy it in English. It's funny, you can buy the Ramchal in English. I don't know if they have it in English yet. uh, Can't Can't buy it in Hebrew even. Right? Someone also just texted me, someone who listens to this year, he, he just—I don't even know that he listens, but he—I got a WhatsApp from him. He goes, "Hey, I'm in Israel. Where can I find the sefer?" Like, uh, sorry, you know, uh, found the kitsur he kitsuvirano, found, but not the. Apparently, they make a kitsur kitsuvirano, not the actual sefer itself. But uh, the Ramchal speaks at length in Ma'amar Gula, and we're going to go into this about zechira, right? Pekida uh, and zechira—that there's a certain remembrance, and there's a certain Hashem Pakoras Amo, right? That's happening in Mitzrayim, and. These stages are going to happen again, and this is a process, and we're going to learn about Mashiach ben David, Mashiach ben Yosef. Yosef is synonymous with the natural process of Geula, but Mashiach ben David is synonymous with the miracles of Geula, right? That's what the Yerushalmi says, right? The uh, Vilna Gon brings this in Sefer Kolator, right? He says, how's the Geula going to happen? He brings the Yerushalmi in Brachless, it's the first one the only Roshamah that I know because Gaurav brings it in the Saver, <laughs> he says that uh, it's going to be like the Shachar star, Kemah Kemah, little, little, like the rising of the rising of the star. right? So that's, the, that's synonymous with Mashiach and Yosef, as Yosef ran to power through natural means.
1: right? But based on the first piece, we're already in the process. Like, meaning, this is not saying the process is now just starting. Like
0: We're way into the process, really,
1: yeah. We're, we're like... We're already in the we're we're moving within del, the geula process already.
0: Someone told me after last week's year, he thinks that there are six and a half to seven million Jews already in Israel. I thought there was only six million maybe six and a half to seven million Jews already in Israel, and it could be, it's likely that we have most of Am Yisrael already back in Eretz Yisrael. It impacts mitzvah
2: tuli baritz.
0: Not only impacts mitzvah tuli baritz, but it impacts the whole thing. <laughs> the whole system is impacted by this. You know, like this is major news. This is breaking news. It should be like on the front page of Yeshiva World every day. You know, breaking news. <coughs> breaking news. It should be like in every rabbi's drasha. Look what's going on, right? He keeps you running to wake up. Wake up, Sholuch ne'afar! Wake up. Look what is happening. Look at where we're living in. Look at what is going on. This is going on. This has been going on. Wake up, everybody! We can't take it for granted. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love this. It's my favorite. You know, this is amazing. <laughs> okay. Tsim HaTorah uh, hatarugalis, and we're gonna learn how Torah took a hit too. Torah took a hit. Ke'amor, Kaamor hagalis he hit paarus like we were saying Dulles is the disintegration of our nation. omed that when every limb goes by itself so that's mochin. guts mogen the which is a limited understanding That person falls into self preservation. And this small-mindedness is compared to the Hevli Degarma. Also, it's the little bit of life that still remains on the bones that allows the person to come up during Tchiyas So to these Nitzotsos, they... They fell on Yisrael to keep them alive during galus Elohim <speaking> mohim <in> molchem <Hebrew> she These are the molchem that are parallels small-mindedness. Lematziv Hisrakut ha-umah That kept Yisrael alive in a time of difficulty. Anu <speaking in Hebrew> we have sinned. hisrak Therefore, we fell to small mindedness to like a child, Soda Varum Humufarodim, like our national body has been scattered. Thakurushbaru Batuvo Horidlanu nitvei chayim dakin, and Hashem brought us down drips of life, small drips of life. Kitagin Dikim Al Gabi Otios, like the crowns that are on top of letters. Hamatimim El Klitasanu Bigalus, which parallel. Our process in Giles. These tagin, these crowns on the letters, they drip orot, they drip lights into the letters. And the same way that these crowns that are on top of every letter that Rabbi Kiva used to darshan the crowns, those crowns that kind of funnel in light to those letters in the same way light was funneled down to us in Gallas. Hat Mesha Ohr ve'gird el haknesh be'golas, the light and life force of the little bit, the drips of life that we received in Gallas. Hilamisa soda Inyan hamuskor al Torah. This is comes down all the way to the Torah. Shenifla be'horden ve'yard, shenifla shenifla be'horben the yard that when the t- when the that fell in destruction and it went out, the yard of Playim, right? That's that's a pasuk. We're gonna see that pasuk, right? When the base hamikdash was destroyed, it says vateirid plaim, that everything went out, the Playim, the, the Pela, the riches. That's what it really means. The riches got scattered. Oh, we lost the place. The and became very very hidden. Until most of the Shefa and everything got hidden. Right, so, right, he's going to explain. The Torah, in its exaltedness, Right, the Torah that was revealed in Eretz Yisrael, when the MIGDASH, when the base HaMIGDASH was alive, and Yisrael was in its heyday, in its glory. That was so elevated and exalted. It was so high. Until that image became far from us, to even for us to imagine Am Yisrael in Eretz Yisrael with the base HaMikdash in the times of Shlomo Hamelech, right? Until even that, we don't even know what we had. So the soul left, right? The Beis Migdash was the soul of the world. And that soul left, and we began our process. Torah's Hashrina Beshleimas Ora. The Torah of the soul of the Shrina in its full light. It was not able to absorb into the uh into ourselves haritzus uh, tasnat hagaim when we were ruled by other nations ba'am hayosh bechoshech in our nation that sat in darkness la'achar shenestalka mimenu hashchina Elyona. after the shchina dissipated from us like the pasuk says bama Hoshivani im hashivani olam right to so psana echa where yirmiyahu says i was surrounded in darkness kemese olam like the dead of life like the dead of the world so we went into Galus, and we were surrounded by darkness. And the Torah, that even the Torah, which that we have, our holy Torah, right? Even that, in a certain way, you have to be careful how you speak about this. Not what it used to be, <laughs> right? That we had the Beis HaMikdash, and we had Shlomo HaMelech, right? We were totally, it was the revelation, his Galus HaOra Shrina. It was the scalus of Amisro, it was the sca of Panemius at It was the scas of Mamish, the highest levels of Torah, the Torah the Atika right? The, 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 the Torah that gets revealed from such such high levels. And now, in Gulas, as Yermia says, right, Hoshivani say, "Olam, I'm surrounded in darkness." What does the Gemara say on that Zubavli. Right? Hoshivani, Zubavli. right? That's Talmud Bavli. Right, the Gemara that we learn represents darkness on the most practical level. Why is that? It's because, as I always say, like you, you jump into Gemara, it's chaos; you don't know what's going on, <laughs> so it's darkness, right? But even so, we know that Talmud Bavli was written on a lower level, right? Tashma, come here, everyone knows, right? Versus Tachazi, come and see. Zirushami was a much, which a higher level of clarity. Seeing you know really a right? And our entire perception of life, our entire Judaism in a certain way, as we're explaining, our entire Torah is, and again, you have to be careful how you say this, is a Galas Torah. But the Torah,
2: it's not Galas It's us that become Galas Never We can't see it. I mean, it has... not Our a relationship state. to it. But it's, sorry, it is as a constant. It's a way we are. Well, we can't absorb it. So the Torah that we learn is... is That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. What to say, like...
0: Well, you have to be... In a certain way, <clears> though, <throat> you know, regarding the his Hizgalas Torah. it's... Whether you want to say it's our relationship to it or the Torah itself, right? They, even, even it's
2: Torah is a constant.
0: Torah is a constant, yeah. So,
2: it, well, its ability to impact us. But well, then, then what's it, the din is the din in the fact that we're in God isn't that? Wait, I am not in the din the way the Torah is. It's the government's it.
0: Let's let's read a little further and then. Well, it sounds
2: like it's in the Gemara Toshmah Tush, Toshmah, you know, yeah It's it's weird. the
0: Torah it's, itself I mean like Rabbi Nachman explains And the Sifre Kabbalah Explained that like Right now we, You know There are Arba Olamas You know There's Atzilas There's Bria Yitzira And Asiya Right And like And like the, <clears throat> Atzilas is like the highest It's like Mamish Like We can't even Begin to Fathom Or anything It's Kulo or It's Kulo elokus. And all the way down to the world of asiyah, which is the practical world, the world that we live in, the world of levushim, right? The asiyah from osets, it's you know it's tangible, right? And like the Torah that we have is not the Torah that we could relate to, or the Torah that's nizgal in the world is not like the Torah of atzilus. Even though the Torah is rooted in atzilus, but the hisgalis of Torah, right? That's what it says. Then the future is going to be a new Torah. What does it mean that? The we'll of love when Moshe comes is going to be a new Torah. It means it's going to be like the Torah from Atzilus, the highest, level. even that has the, each one of its thing, has different parts of him in the world and the different places and different heichalos and different things, right? The Torah, the Atika Stima right? right? That say for Daniel, he writes about the, the, the amazing Torah and he saw these amazing high levels and things like that and even that he only saw from one world refracted into another world kind of like a TV and a TV like you see one TV and it looks one when you see TV and another TV right even the great Navi Yeshaya and Yechezco they were able to see in certain levels of the world they only they couldn't <coughs> even see into Atzilus they only right that's what Moshe Rabbeinus is the explains Moshe he wanted he asked Hashem He was really asking to see the, the angel Metatron who resides in Atzilus through down all through all the other worlds and even that Hashem said you can't even see that right like even the but in the future when Mashiach comes there's going to be such of a his godless Torah that all these worlds right the wolf is going to lie with the lamb there's going to be right all the opposites right the world of Pira the world where uh, of dissension of the national body right so like in the just trying to explain this right even the Torah that we have and the it's it's not going to be what it's like in the future right in the future the torah from the highest olamas of the My of the hegel the even beyond that silas, the world of adam kadmon even right which is something that we don't even it's hard to even speak about you know it's like these levels of torah there's going to be such as godless torah we're going to have it revealed in such a way like we never saw it revealed right so the torah even that we have it's not of course, the etzem thing, you know, there's, there's things, it's etzem and his galas, but the, the, the giloy of that is something that we're not shy to nowadays, right? So there's going to be such a giloy Torah that the, the Torah of the Atika Stima is going to be revealed all the way down to us in a way that it's going to be a brand new Torah. It's going to be, a, it's going to be the same Avram of but it's going to be, I don't know what it's going to be. I, we're not there yet, you know? But it's going to be, it's going to be like a totally different world.
1: Well, why, why are we saying that it's not, that we're not, I don't say that we're there, Kilu, but I think, like, meaning, the fact that we have the introduction of Panimia Torah at the stages that we've had it so far has already had major shifts in the Gala Torah, right? The introduction of, of the Zohar, the introduction of Hasidut, like, yeah. each of these stages of revelation that really does re-establish what Torah means to the general population. And again, it starts out in the smaller group and then it spreads. Yeah. But, but I mean, that, it seems like we're very much within that process, I
0: don't know. Yeah, 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 what, what we definitely are. And that's why what we learned in the beginning, just to begin, just to connect the entire safer together, it's amazing how he develops and builds, right? That's what he brought, that in the beginning, Shirim, a few weeks ago, right, what we learned, that the, the Right and learning pnimiya satora is part and parcel with bringing the geula, right? Just to bring it full circle, that's what he brought from the zohar. Masefer da yafkin Megalusa, right? With this sefer, you're going to go to galus. Shimshon is exactly, it's mamash on target, exactly like what you're saying, right? That even the zohar wrote about itself, right? With this sefer, you're going to go to galus, meaning to say that was part of the revelation of the shlav of the geula, right? Of the geula, it just didn't, it didn't only start now. Right? That Rabbi Shimon said, I could potter the whole world from Din. Right? Like, uh, and that with my book, the Zohar, you're going to go out of Gales. Right? So, the His Gullah Torah, the Ta'alich HaGa'ula, the, it didn't only start now. Started already, you know, that's the thing, right? Rabbi Akiva, everyone was crying. This is one of my favorite Gemara's. Right? He saw the ruins, and Rabbi Akiva was, he saw wolves running in the ruins of Harabayas. He saw foxes running. And everyone was crying, and Rebbe Akiva was laughing. Right, Rabbi Akiva, with his amazing eyes, who read the tagin, who read the crowns of the letters, he was the one to dart Colts tile Vitile, Right, every kotzo shel yud, he, Rabbi Akiva Darshan, he was the he saw the drips of light dripping into the letters, keeping us alive during galus. He was the one that laughed when he saw the wolves. And what they say, Akiva nechamtani, Akiva nechamtani. Akiva, you have consoled me. It means already Rabbi Akiva was thinking of the gula, the Talich gula. already was there in the destruction of the Vesam Higdash. And it took the great Rabbi Akiva, the great Rabbi Akiva to see, and the great Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, and all the great Sadiqim. right? The Vilna he's relying on what we've been learning. Rabbi Nachman, the Baal Shem Tov, right? I like to say the Baba Sali, you know, yes. Right? All the tzaddikim. All the tzaddikim revealing. Panemius at Rabbi Kiva seeing the panemius. Saying, well, if the beginning is true, certainly the end will be true. Right? And it was him. He, he saw in gullis. he darshaned all the crowns, all the letters. He was saying it was only him. Right? It was only him.
1: And it's, it adds a tremendously different take on that tomorrow also because then Moshe Rebbe was like, okay, like, once you have the end of the rug, why do you need the beginning of the rug? Like, What's the what's point in starting here if you know where that's going to end up? Yeah. And Haggadah's Broca's response is like, no, that's, that's, just because you know where the end is doesn't mean you don't have to go through the process.
0: That's right. So, principle, what's one of the seven habits? Begin with the end in mind. Right? Second so if my seven, begin with the end in mind. So Hashem, we we'll end on this note, that Hashem created the world with the end in mind. Veracious Bar Kim. Right? Hashem... Began with the end in mind. Right? What's ruach elokim mirochefes alpnei. Mayim ruach elokim da Mashiach. Da Mashiach. Ruach elokim. The spirit. The ruach. The ruach of Am Yisrael. The bones coming back alive. The national das. Ruach elokim mirochefes alpnei. my ruach da Mashiach. This Mashiach. Begin with the end in mind. The process of Gula already started. Already started at the time of creation. And with that everyone, good Shabbos.